Hi, welcome to the cottage. We are a lively outpouring of an exciting adventure into God's riches and glories in Christ Jesus. We really work to activate an excitement for the kingdom of God as it is in the now until it comes into its fullness. We invite you to our sessions to explore the heights and depths of God's love in a fuller bandwidth. I'm Dr. Ken, the pastor of a small independent church seeking to return to the Lord's zeal in times where apathy and lethargy rule the day of the complacent. We try to shake things up and offer a temporary home as we travel this sod until we reach higher ground and connect into the everlasting life from above, here on the earth as it is in heaven. For more information, you can email us at thecottage at dken.cc. That is thecottage at dken.cc. Hi, welcome back to The Cottage. We continue our discipleship series today with the Songs of Ascents, and we're in the seventh Psalm of 15. Today's topic is joy unspeakable and full of glory using Psalm 126. We sure hope that you are enjoying these broadcasts. Let's pray. Father, we are excited to be drawn closer and closer to Thee through the cross, and we are getting closer. Today is the last day of winter, and one of us cannot be here is probably shouting, knowing tomorrow's spring. And better weather is on the way, but we know that Easter is coming. And so, Father, that's what we're headed toward in this series. We're headed toward the cross, to get nearer to Thee. And so I pray that as we are in this cottage and in these tents, and we're just flesh and blood, that we would experience something that transcends this life and brings us into your heavenly court to experience all that you are. You're inviting us passionately on this journey to get closer to you as we make this journey and continue these steps. We thank you and we praise you. We glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And so we're continuing our series on the Songs of Ascents. We're in the seventh Psalm of 15, making this climb. Hopefully you're going to enjoy this one <laughs> because it's on joy. And it's Psalm 126. Joy. So as we've been going through the series, we did the first five getting to Jerusalem. Now we're entering in and we talked about that this morning. So again, if you weren't here, take somebody out that was and they'll fill you in on entering in and experiencing the security that we have in Christ. We're following Dr. Peterson's book a little bit, and I'm going a little bit closer to him this week than I have in the past. And we're continuing on in that. And then eventually we will get to the house of the Lord and enter in finally. So we've arrived at the gate and we're entering in and we experience security. But a part of that is the excitement, as I talked about in Sunday school, of being home, the excitement of reaching. After all this toil and all this climb, we finally enter into the gates and we experience this joy and hallelujah. And so we did security this morning in Psalm 125 where we're soundly surrounded by God. Now that we're in the midst and we've been talking about all these hills that surround and we're in cottage hills and we're talking about hills. <laughs> the, the hills that are all around us. And we are surrounded by God. 
And then today we're going to talk about joy, joy unspeakable and full of God's glory. And I pray that you get into that. So Psalm 126, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we talked about that in Sunday school. And if you're not getting these messages, then they are online and you can get them. And in Sunday school, we talked about how these people were turned again out of their captivity, how God desires to bring that lost sheep, the one home as opposed to the 99 that are already there and he desires to bring us in that he has found a way to bring those who are banished and heal their backslidings to take from second samuel and hosea and so now that god has turned to captivity we were like them that dream then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue was singing we only dreamed of the day when we were in babylon as we just sang about prison we only dreamed of the day And this models what David experiences because David knew when he died. And Ecclesiastes talks about this. And I told you the story of the man who threw food all over me because he said, Ecclesiastes says when we die, we all go to the same place. And David knew that. When I die, I'm going to the same place. But he knew that in his captivity that somehow God was going to visit him even in Sheol itself and deliver him. And boy, did he. Did he. And so they were singing along the way and they're continuing to sing that when we were coming, we're singing and now we're here. What do we do? Sing more. <laughs> sing more. Get excited. Joy. Joy. Then they said, they said among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us. He did it back then. He did it back then. They were singing in Babel. And in Babel, they're singing about how What? God did it through David when he took down the glass. And how God did it through Abraham. And how God did it through all those that came before. God did it for them. And if he did it for them, he's going to do it for us. A lot of people say, well, that's the Bible talking about them back then. But it's the same God. It's the same God. And if he did it for them, you know, my parents, my mother was very sure about this when we were growing up. And whatever they did for one, they had to do for the other child. We all got equal. There's no way that any of us could say that one child got treated more or differently than the other child. So if God did it for the older children, hello, babies. (laughs) God will do it for us. I'm the baby of the family, so yeah. (laughs) God will do it for us, okay? God will do it for us. We're glad. We're here. We're glad. Are you glad? Remember that psalm that we said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. We we're singing that on our way here. Well, now we're here. We're at the city gates. We're glad. We sang in gladness and we continue in gladness. Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in south. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Joy. It's coming. I know Jesus is coming. I know my wife is coming. I know. Now we weep. But hallelujah, it's coming. And we can experience that joy now. It's now. It's like you go to there and you set up the payment plan and you say, okay, I haven't paid for this, but they go ahead and they give it to you. You know, it's not layaway where you keep it in layaway and you have to wait. No, this is not layaway. 
Your joy is not in Lewe. God says, listen, your joy is, is down there, but you can go ahead and have some of it right now. Even though it's not time yet. You know when mom's cooking in the kitchen? Like Alicia cooks in the kitchen and she's not done yet, but she'll slide a little bit of chicken to the, the girls. We can have some of it now, can't we? Huh? You know, over there, over here, when you guys do the, the meals, you have the uh, dessert afterwards, right? They, they got it flipped. On the other side of the world, we flip it upside down. They like to do the dessert first. <laughs> the kids aren't waiting for the ice cream and cake for you to sit there and eat your chicken. They're going to go ahead and have it now. <laughs> and then we'll get to the chicken. <laughs> they don't wait. God says you don't have to wait. You can have joy right now. You can have it right now. You can have it. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing in his sheaves with them. And they were so excited. Back then, we were planting seeds of faith and we were in captivity. But here we are walking through these gates. And this song is for anyone to sing who wants to be in the gates but can't get there. But it's coming. All you have to do is put one foot in front of the other. It's coming. You will arrive into God's promise. Whatever his promises are for you. All of God's promises are yes and amen for you. And you will arrive. And you will walk through that gate. And we're waiting for my wife to walk through the door. We're waiting for Jesus. <laughs> we're waiting for a lot of things. But that doesn't mean we have to cry about it. That's what somebody said. They called me up this week and said, I don't understand you. Said, I would be going crazy. I had another person says, listen, I, there's no way I would be here. I would have to be over there. How do you wait? How do you do this? And you don't complain. Because of joy. Joy. It's the first fruit. Galatians 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Galatians 5, 22. The fruit of the Spirit is what? Joy! It's a fruit! It's a fruit! Think about it. Is You go up to a tree that's producing fruit. Do you listen to the trees that are going, trying to get the fruit? No. Fruit trees don't work to get the fruit out. It's just a natural process when they have excess juice inside them they have to store it somewhere so it pops out as fruit so when there's excess life in an apple tree what does it do it produces apples as excess it just comes naturally an apple tree produces apples the fruit of the spirit is if you got the spirit inside of you the spirit's going to come out of you you're going to produce joy Joy. The same spirit that's here. Jesus said, I'm gone. We talked about that in Sunday school. Jesus said, I'm not here anymore. But he went up there so he could send the spirit. And that spirit is with us. And we can have that joy right now. <laughs> Woo! Joy! We can have it. You can experience it. It's the excess spirit in our lives. That we experience the excess. Listen. I'm trying to explain something to you. This thing that God is doing in the end is so big that it's, it's filling up so fast that you can see it, just like the mountains. Remember I told you as a six-year-old, they took me to the Rocky Mountains. I was in the tent. Six-month-old baby, I'm in Colorado in the Rocky Mountains in a tent. And as you drive out there, I don't know, I was six months old. 
How many cheeseburgers does my uncle eat? You met my uncle at the party, right? Anyway, too many we can't remember. As you're driving, you see the mountains. They're so big that you see a little bit of the mountains. And the closer you get, the bigger you see. Listen, the closer we get to what's coming, the more the joy that we're going to experience. You know when it's getting ready to rain, the wind starts kicking up. Oh, my goodness. You know when it's going to rain, right? Oh, my goodness. You know. Why? You can feel it's coming. It's the, the... Thing is happening. So you could do the same thing with the joy that is coming in the end. It's coming so we can start feeling some of that joy now. Just like in the morning when the sun comes up, you start feeling it getting warmer and warmer. You could start experiencing that joy right now. The joy that's going to be then. You can have some of that now. It's so big, it's overflowing. Peterson goes on to say, I love, oh, why, what happened here? You got to have Peterson. What did I get kicked off? I got kicked off. Praise gone. Got kicked off. Maybe doing too much here. Okay, here we go. We're kicked off. Oh, I don't know what happened. It restarted. Just a second, because I want you to get this. I really do. This is important. It's important enough that the enemy doesn't want us to get it. So, get back on here. Modern technology, praise God. It's so powerful that we have to battle. We have to struggle to get through this. All right, can we get back on here? We, All right. Peterson in his book back there says, when we can decide to live in response to the abundance of God and not under the dictatorship of our own poor needs. If you're not reading Peterson, I want to pull some of these out because there's so many precious gems that I've been skipping because I'm thinking you're reading this book and maybe you're not. So I thought, well, I need to this week let you know, hey, this book. In other words, his joy in the end is so great, it's spilling out toward us now in an abundance. And we need to live in God's abundance, not under the dictatorship of our own poor needs. Okay, I want you to get this. Are you grasping what he's saying here? If not, let's try the next line. We can decide to live in the environment of a living God and not our own dying selves. We're dying, okay. We're all dying. Hello, sorry, but you're dying. You know how I know? Because you got fingernails. Fingernails is dead cells. You're dying. We're all dying. Okay, so we're all dying. And eventually we're all going to die. We're going to reach an end. Whether he comes or whether we die. We're all dying. But let's live in reality of what God's life, the living God wants to give us. The living God wants to give us life. This everlasting life that has no end. And it's meeting us now. Remember I told you the prodigal son, he left the pig slop, and the father ran to meet him. And what God is doing in the end is already coming here for you to experience that joy now. We can decide to center ourselves in the God who generously gives and not in our own egos, which grab, greedily grab. See, when we put ourselves in front of God and our needs and poor me, 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 then we can't see God anymore. Because all we're doing is staring at the end of our nose. 
and we become blind because it's all about me. Me, listen to me, I got this problem. Me, me, I'm dying. Listen, over here, me, I want you to, me, 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 me. And we miss it on God. Do, these kids, do, you don't do this, do you? Mine, mine, mine. You don't do that, do you? <laughs> no. Never. Never. We do it all the time. And Jesus says, not mine, but thine be done. Hello. That's the secret. I'm trying to turn your world upside down. The secret is not mine, 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 but thine, thine, thine. Because even though I die in this life, it doesn't get me. Because he's got me. Go back to the Sunday school lesson. He's got me. I'm surrounded by God. And God is so great, you know when he's coming. He's so great, you know. If the President of the United States came to this church at God of Chills, we'd know. Because the Secret Service would come months in advance and check everything out. You know he's coming. We know God's coming, not because of how bad it is, but how good it is. Go back to this series. Listen to all these parts. I spent seven introductions against you. We went to the verse that says, waxing worse and worse. But the godly. You can die or you can live. Exodus 15. They're looking back. I will sing unto the Lord, for he is triumphantly. The horse and rider he's thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. They're singing this. Why? Because God got them out of Egypt and he, he defeated Pharaoh's army. Because they're surrounded by God. Pharaoh's coming. They're like, we can't go anywhere. <laughs> Because God's got you exactly where he wants you to be. I said in a previous message, God will take you to exactly the place you need to be and God will give you the answer you want and then you'll leave and go, I'm da, 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 da. that's what happens. The doctor will tell us exactly what we need to do and then we come back to the doctor six months later and say, doctor, I'm painting. Did you do what I said? No. <laughs> well, then, come on. There you go. They're singing about what was happening back then, but they're experiencing it right now. So you can look back and experience God. You can look forward to what God's going to do. And you can have both in stereo, the past and the future, to be your present. Because he is the one who was, the one who is, and the one who's coming. And you can have the is right now. And he is. He is become my salvation. He's always been salvation, but now he's become my salvation he's always been salvation he's always been sa- but now he's become mine and I will sing about that and they're saying hey they sang back then we want to sing that same song we want to sing Newton's song me. sing the same song they've been singing for a hundred years I want to sing it and if Jesus tarries they can sing it a hundred more years Amazing grace. I want to sing the same songs because he's the same God and what he did for them, he will do for us. He is my God and I will prepare for him a habitation. Are you preparing a habitation? That's what we talked about in January and February. Preparing a habitation. My father's God and I was other. My father worshiped and his father worshiped, and his father worshiped, and my children will worship. 
He's saving me, and by saving me, he's saving them. Because he's the God that saves. Isaiah 40, verses 1 and 2. Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith the Lord. Speak comfortably to her, Jerusalem. Cry to her that her welfare is accomplished. They were in Babylon, and they were singing these songs in Babylon. And now they've made the journey through the first five of these psalms. And now we're in the second five and they've reached Jerusalem. So back then we sang that God would comfort us. And now he's here. He's comforted us. He goes on and says that her iniquity is pardoned for she received of the Lord's hand double for our sins. Double. I sinned, but what did God do? He blessed me doubly. (laughs) I did the deed, but he blessed me doubly. And he brought me back to this place. And here I am. And I want to enter in. And I want to sing. Back then we sang that song. When we were in Babylon. By the rivers of Babylon. You know that one? Sang that song. And we're singing the same song. But what they were singing. They saw afar off. Here we are at the city gates. And we can sing that song and say, we're here. What you sang there, we're here. We're doing it. We're here. We've arrived. Isaiah 43, verses 2 through 5. Are you in over your head? Sometimes I feel like it. Are you in over your head? Getting drowning? Listen, what's the promise? The same thing we did at Christmas time. Emmanuel, I will be with thee. I will be with thee. God, Emmanuel, is with us. I'm there. (laughs) So get head over heels. Because I'm there. And I'm going to turn your world upside down. We talked about the roller coaster ride this morning. I'm going to put you on a ride that you won't believe. It's going to blow your hair back, blow everything back. It's going to blow you away. Why? Because I'm with you. And I have brought you to this place. And this is just the beginning. And God's present for us is his presence. To be with him. For I will never leave you, never forsake you, never, 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 never. I am with you, no matter what you're going through. I am with you in that pain. I am with you. Mike's not here. God is with Mike. He's not here. Alberta's not here, but God is with Alberta right now. You can still have that joy. Peterson goes on to say, the joy that develops in the Christian way of discipleship is an overflow of spirits that come from feeling good, not about yourself. (laughs) We don't feel good about ourselves. No. We don't feel good. It's about your feelings, about your God. Stop looking at yourself and start looking up. I'm telling you, would you stop looking down and start looking up? Look up, for your salvation is coming. It's here. Matter of fact, it's been here for a while. Because Paul said, I am being saved. I was saved, I am being saved, and I will be saved. It's happening in 3D. Stop looking at yourself and start looking at your God. Romans 5, verses 3 through 5. But we glory in tribulations also. How do you do that, Paul? 
He lists so many of these in Corinthians, so many of these in other places, all these tribulations that we talked about that. Tzara, the Hebrew word. Thlipsis, the Greek word. Go back to our series. Listen to him again until you see him. Listen to those messages. Read God's word. Pray until you see him. If you can't see God, pray and read until you do. But we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience. And patience, experience, and experience hope. God wants to give you hope. Now. Right now, hope. And hope maketh not ashamed because the love of God. God loves you and he will never let you go. Is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. He gave us the Holy Ghost. He left, but he says, I'm giving you the Holy Ghost so that you know how much I love you. Stop focusing on yourself and start focusing on him. Walk in the spirit and you'll not have to deal with all that stuff. Keep in step with the spirit. This is what Paul teaches in Galatians 5. To be with the spirit. To be with the Holy Ghost. Hmm. We've, how many times have we done this? All right, Sherilyn, is this in the hymnal? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice! Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Rejoice! 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 Joy! 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 Not only is it joy, it's rejoice. Joy again and again and again and again. What? My three-year-old daughter. You spin her around. Daddy, he, he, again, again, again. Joy, joy, joy again, 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 again. Woo! That's the kind of joy I'm talking about. To be in the presence of your father and just say it again. Let your moderation be known unto all men. How do you, how you go by? What is your life like? It's a life full of joy. People, when I used to work construction, people used to ask me, man, what drug are you on? We got to get some of that stuff. And so it starts with G, God. It ends with us. But it's that big S in the middle, our Savior. Jesus, that's what I'm on. When God and us come one through the Savior, Jesus. The Lord is here. The Lord is here. Are you? The Lord is here. Are you? You should be excited because God is here. You're in his house. You've reached the gates. 1 Peter 1.8 Whom having not seen you love. We haven't seen him, but we still love him. He's coming, but we still love him. In whom, though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You just don't know what to say. And you don't need to say anything because God is saying it all. Just keep your mouth shut and let God be God. Woo! Just let him be! And experience the fullness of his glory. Hallelujah. This needs to be our prayer today. Psalm 51.12. We talked about repentance. Repentance is not the sin. Repentance is Him. It's not the sin. It's not what you did in the past. It's what you're doing right now. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Are you experiencing the joy? Are you? To be in God's presence. 
to know that this body is about ready to peel away and I'm getting ready to go right jump in there. They're up there having a party right now. They're up there rejoicing because someone just got saved somewhere on this planet. And I'm getting ready to zip this off and throw this tent aside and I'm getting ready to jump in that party. Woo! And then we're all coming here to be together. Oh my Lord. You talk about a dinner on Tuesday? (laughs) Now that's a dinner. That's a dinner. Some of you missed. Some of you missed Sunday school. Some of you missed the dinner. Hey, don't miss on the joy of the Lord. (laughs) Don't miss because he's coming and you want to get that. (laughs) Woo! Pray this prayer this week. Just camp out right here in this one verse. And say, God, restore to me the joy of my salvation. And uphold me with that free spirit. Because I'm bound and I want to be free. I've been focused on myself. I've been focused on my problems. I've been focused on this one and that one. My spouse and my children and my parents and my this and my that. I mean, would you stop focusing on all of that? That's just like going to make you sick. Okay. Focus on him. Focus on him because the first letter of joy is J, Jesus. And when you get done with Jesus, you can move on to others and yourself. But right now, focus on Jesus. If you don't have this joy, get with Jesus. And say, Jesus, these people in the early church, when the Romans set lines upon them, when they shoved spears in their sides and cut them with swords, when they burned them at the stake, Joy unspeakable and full of glory, full of glory, full, full. (laughs) You can burn this body, but bless God, it's just only going to make me happier because I'm going to be with him. Woo! You ever heard of Polycarp's story? Read Polycarp's story. I have to teach you Bishop Polycarp's story one time. It'll blow you away about joy. Are you experiencing that? If you're not, this is your prayer. If you are, get this prayer to somebody else that ain't got it. Be contagious like COVID. <laughs> Be con- Laughter's contagious. <laughs> Just laugh. Oh, yes, glory to God. Because God is in the house. And God has brought me in the house. And I've got something to be thankful for and grateful for. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for this word today. We thank you that we serve a living God. Life over the dead. And we want to experience this joy. Restore unto this, to us the joy of your salvation that you've given us. And that we can fully participate in. Help us to enter in through your gates with thanksgiving. Enter into your gates with thanksgiving and with joy. Joy that compels us to just keep our mouths shut. Joy that makes us cry because it's so good. Help us, Father, to experience this joy if we're not. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this broadcast. You can find out more about us at dken.cc. That's D-K-E-N dot C-C. We look forward to seeing you next time. God bless you.